Welcome to Universal Man. My name is Mark Weppett, and I'm here to help you unleash your apex potential. And today, I want to be talking about video games and how, sadly, they're holding you back. So if you have a love-hate relationship with your own gaming habit, well then, my hope is that you find something useful in what I share here today. All right, so for those of you who don't know, I've been a pretty hardcore video game player like my whole life. Like I grew up watching my dad play games on PC, watching him play the Super Nintendo and, uh, you know, thinking he was the best in the world at them until later I realized he, he really isn't that good. But <laughs> me and my brothers, we all played video games constantly. Um, thank God my mom didn't let us play it on school nights, but during the summer and all weekend or any other day we had off, we played as much video games as we possibly could. You know, it got to the point where really like the way that I saw life was like everything I had to do to get through in order to play more video games. You know, like I just loved it. You know, I, when I was younger, I was into like, you know, the Final Fantasy RPGs. I was into Super Smash Brothers. As I got older, I started getting more into like the competitive shooter games like Counter-Strike, Halo. Um, you know, got really into Overwatch for a little period. Like I just loved gaming. I loved particularly the intense competition. I loved developing my skills and being better than other people. And sometimes I enjoyed being whisked away on some kind of, you know, wonderful single player journey sort of thing. Um, and I really had a lot of t fun with friends, with family members, you know, one of, with my brothers. It's still one of my, you know, main things that I can do with them, especially during this pandemic. And I love them. And that's the problem is that I like them too much. And I've gone through different periods where I've quit them, where I've moderated them. Uh, you know, I haven't had like a real gaming problem probably since college. So that's, you know, some, you know, eight years ago, nine years ago. That's when I had a real problem with gaming where I would actually play way more games than I would do schoolwork and that sort of thing. Um, and luckily I've moved away from that. But what's hit me recently is that if I want to really unleash my potential, in this world, if I really want to be the best me and live the best life I possibly can and achieve the things that would really bring me the most satisfaction, then I have to quit games, at least mostly. Because here's the thing like, it all comes down to our neurochemistry. And video games, for at least a large percentage of the population, particularly the male side of it, Video games, they release so much dopamine and so much serotonin, all right? So dopamine is that anticipation chemical, that feeling that makes you think that, oh, there's something really good and interesting happening here. You know, there's a real potential for a reward. But then also serotonin, which is the status neurochemical that makes you feel like you're good, all right? And, you know, for me, that's where I got most of those things in my life. It's like I got my anticipation from video games because I look forward to them. I'd be really into them, think about like leveling up, getting better, that sort of thing. And then I also got a lot of sense of status from it. It's like, you know, when I would be good and I would level up and I get high ranks and I, you know, crush the noobs and all this kind of stuff, I felt good. I was like, <laughs> I'm the man, blah, blah, blah. But obviously the downside is that when you don't play well, you feel bad, you rage, you know, you get mad at the hackers, you get mad at the matchmaking, whatever. Um, but the issue is that like when you're hooked into that and to the extent that your neurochemical system is hooked into video games, it is not hooked in to real life. And that's a huge issue. Like 
after I, you know, stopped having a real problem with video games, I learned how to kind of put them aside and focus on my work and get work done and that sort of thing. And that was great, you know. Uh, I, I loved my work. I knew it was what I wanted to be doing, you know, helping guys level up in their life and that sort of thing. But the problem is that all my work would always be compared to video games in my head. You know, I was always like, mm, yeah, that's I can do that. I can force myself to do that, and I'm going to make sure that I do. I'm going to develop the discipline. But, man, I really wish I was playing video games right now. Mm, wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be fun? And, like, get like that always created a sort of resistance, a drag, where I could get some focused work done, but as soon as, you know, I kind of reached that point of en- enough, then I was going to devote any extra time and energy I had to goofing off in video games. Now, the real problem with this is that your potential can only be unlocked, I believe, if you can get your neurochemistry invested in real life. Basically, real life has to become your game. So, like, think about it. Like, imagine if, you know, work, like, leveling up your body, leveling up your mind, leveling up your finances, leveling up your career, leveling up your relationships. What if all of that had the same energy behind it that playing a fun video game did, right? And it can get there. You have to go through a process of dopamine detoxing, which I've done, you know, a couple of videos on, and then um, a lot of people copied me <laughs> on doing those videos. Um, but you like, so it's a very popular concept now. It's like if you cut out this high stimulation stuff, right, for a period of time, your brain will resensitize and will be able to plug into real life, right? Like, so if you're playing video games constantly, work's going to always feel like a chore. But if you take the video games out, eventually the work itself can start feeling like a game. And it can feel like something that you want to keep going at. You want to keep getting better at. You want to keep making progress in. And it starts reinforcing that feedback loop. And it's only when you're really hooked into that that you're going to be able to be your best. That's it. You know, there's, there's no way that you're going to be anything beyond okay while still having the bulk of your neurochemical juice coming from artificial rewards. And so it's like, you got to ask yourself, what do you really want in life? Who do you really want to be? Do you want to be a guy who has like the highest, you know, ranking in World of Warcraft or whatever game that you play? Or do you want to be a guy who, you know, has completely crushed it in his career path? You know, he's got strong, thriving relationships. And like, you know, he's fit, he's healthy, and he's just plugged into life. You know, it's like, which one do you really want to be? And if you want to be the gamer, you can. Of course you can. I just don't think most of us actually really do if we're honest about it. Now, I don't want you to take this as a blanket condemnation of video games. I think they're great in a lot of ways. And I don't think that they, they're evil in the same way that I think porn is. I think porn has no place in anybody's life. I don't think porn is useful at all. But video games, I think there can be a case made for like when you're younger, like when you're a, you know, a teenager or whatnot, you could argue that gaming teaches you about life. It teaches you systems thinking. It teaches you how to level up. It teaches you how to deconstruct problems and that sort of thing. Um, you know, it can be fun, uh, you know, with your friends and whatnot. It can uh, have some real genuine art in it. You know, there is some like really want, like incredible stuff people have made. But as long as it's like your main source of juice, that's where the big issue is, you know? And it's like, it, say you wanted to keep some video gaming. Like, for example, you know, I got my, my brothers, they play video games. Um, at least some of them do. And it's a way that I can connect with them. Now, 
that's fine, I think. You know, it's like if you can play a video game in the same way that you can go play like, you know, some some cornhole or ping pong or, you know, darts, you know, it's just like another game. It's something that you do recreationally when you're hanging out and you keep it in that recreational slot then I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But like, as soon as it starts pulling at your brain, you're like, hmm, I really want to do this like all day, every day, or I want to do this every day, even. Like, that's when it's starting to become a problem because I think you're always going to be better off if you can instead develop a healthier habit that you get more out of, like reading, like learning, like physical activity, like working on your body, working on, like, like if you think about it, most a lot of video games, they are just chore simulators. <laughs> Right. Like a lot of them are like the Sims are just chore simulators like Animal Crossing. Like a lot of these things are just like they give you like a super like arbitrary goal to work toward. And then you got to do all this manual shit to make it happen. And like sometimes they'll tack a storyline or something on top of it. But that's what like real life is. But like you could actually level up in real life. Right. Like you could get into cooking. You could get into whatever you want. Like you could get into stuff that has real tangible pet payoffs for you. It's just you got to recognize that those things are all games. It's all a game. Everything is. Like, life is the greatest open world game of all time. It's also the most hardcore one with one of the highest learning curves. But that's what makes it so rewarding when you actually do it. Plus, all the rewards are real. So it's like if you want to start playing the big boy game, you want to be a real man, then life has to be your game. It can't be video games. I'm sorry. (laughs) And I'm I'm saying it like this because, like, it was very hard for me to accept this because of the emotional attachment that I had to it. And I had all these rationalizations like, oh, but what about just a little bit? Well, what about how are you going to connect with people? How are you going to connect with your brothers? And it's like I could have better ways. There are better ways to connect with them. You know, it's like if I if I my career takes off and, you know, I can do what I want, then I'm going to be able to connect in way more real ways than just kind of like yelling about some video game together. And I'm not saying that that's horrible. It can be a fine thing, but like there's so much more available to you. And whatever sort of emotional attachment you have toward games, it can be let go. It's like at least temporarily. Like you can give yourself a shot. Give yourself a real shot. Give yourself like six months without gaming or three months without gaming. Give yourself like like something you're willing to commit to and see what happens to the rest of your life. You know, and I'm not saying like it doesn't count if you just funnel all that into surfing Reddit. I'm thinking like like really approach living your life as your game and watch what happens. Watch what happens when your brain starts to click with something. It starts looking forward to it. It starts getting into it. I remember when this happened with me with working out and stuff. It was insane. Like I got so hooked on it and then I had like very real rewards from it. And I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. And, you know, you can do the same thing with your work, with your career. And sometimes some things are just going to be hard and it's not going to feel like that brain candy like video games are right away. But if you stick with it, and you're really trying to figure things out, then eventually you will find your groove. You will find that way in which you can integrate with the world that is fully satisfying and compelling, right? And you're not going to need the video games anymore. So hopefully this has given you something to think about. Hopefully this has, uh, you know, 
helped you out in some regard. Now, if, if you've got a hardcore porn addiction on top of being a video game addict, you're probably going to want to focus on quitting porn first because that's way more damaging and that releases even more dopamine. So in that case, you know, maybe keep the video games around while you're quitting porn. Uh, if you want help on how to do that, make sure you check out the link below and get my free guide, uh, The Reboot Regimen, where I'll walk you through exactly how you can go about quitting porn because it's, it's not as easy as you might think. Uh, <laughs> uh, so make sure you check that out. But otherwise, if you got something from this video, please like, please subscribe, please hit that notification button and share this with someone who you think could use the message. All right. Thanks for watching. I'll see you in the next one. Ooh, yep.